Hey, everyone, welcome back. Um, this episode with Suzanne Chang, uh, her YouTube channel is Suzanne Non-Duality, hyphenated, and her website is suzannechang.net, C-H-A-N-G.net. Um, is, it, this is an unusual episode. And the reason is, here's the backstory and the introductions, why you would want or not want to listen or watch this particular episode. Suzanne teaches, nah, she doesn't teach. She points to her own experience in the awakening realization journey that she's been on, where she's actually going through the dissolution of the sense of a separate self. The, uh, this idea, and it is just an idea, that we are actually a separate individual moving through space and time that's separate from everything that is. And it can actually be realized. It's not intellectual, it's not knowledge in that way, it's, it's knowing, it's experiential, that there is no separation from all of this, there's just this happening perfectly right now. And in a sense, that's what awakening is. It's the shift in the understanding, the deep knowing that you were never separate. There was never a separate being. There was never an ego. It was just all appearance. And what is here then becomes in a way infinitely significant. So if that, what I just said, totally makes you scratch your head and say, I'm out, then just absolutely don't listen to or watch this episode. However, if this is something that's interested you or it triggers something in you where your intuition kind of tingles a bit and goes, wait, yeah, I've had experiences like that where the self kind of drops away or where I feel like there's something, some deeper truth than this kind of matrix that we're living in. Well, this may be really interesting to you. And it's along the lines of our other content on awakening. If you want an introduction into what the awakening might be or what this is, you can definitely watch our series with Dr. Angelo DeLulo, uh, the Awakening Explained series. You can't really explain awakening, but again, using words, it's the best we can do. But this, so this is the story. Suzanne came to visit us here in the Bay Area uh, for a week. And she has her own channel where she really talks about her experience in the moment as things are kind of unfolding for her. And it's really amazing. And you should absolutely check it out. And for people that that resonates with who are in this part of the journey, um, it's such a tremendously helpful and validating experience to watch her. And that's how I felt when I first discovered her through YouTube's algorithm, which fed me one of her videos. Then my friend Angelo DeLulo interviewed her and he said, hey, she is absolutely energetically right there. Um, she should come visit you. And I invited her and she came and she spent a week with us and with me, my wife and my kids hanging out here, living at, in the studio here. And we were planning to make all kinds of videos and do all kinds of things. And none of that really happened because what ended up happening was really remarkable. For the story about that, you should check out the video I did with Angelo. Uh, it's on my channel and on his channel called um, From Head to Heart, um, Awakening as a Couple. Because during her visit, my wife had a massive shift. She's been on no spiritual path, no journey, none of that. And the kind of transformation that happened with both her and I was really almost impossible to talk about. But we tried to talk about it with Angelo. And that video seemed to resonate with a lot of people. And for a lot of people, they, 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 they just said, I don't even understand what this is. Like, I'm 30 minutes into the video and I can't even understand what you're saying. And that's absolutely normal and okay. 
And if that's the case, put it aside. Maybe at some point it will trigger something and speak to you. But for people that it does connect with, ah, you're in for a ride. So this video, we just, we it was day six now. So she's been here for pretty much the week. And my wife has had this huge shift the day prior. And we just sat down here in the studio and I just hit record on the camera. We weren't even planning anything. We just had a conversation. And it was about an hour and 40 minutes with her. And then in the middle of it, my wife who was in the other room, just kind of chilling and meditating in this kind of post-awakening <laughs> bliss, <laughs> came in the room and I had her sit in and she had a conversation with Suzanne and I talked with her as well. Now that piece, I edited out of this particular version. And the reason I did that is, that's a piece that's so intimate and so kind of raw and, and authentic that I think for the general public, for which maybe this doesn't all resonate, I don't think it's gonna be helpful. And it's just that intimate, but, and my wife doesn't really care to be on camera. She doesn't care to be known in any way. You know, She has a full career as a radiologist and doesn't want any of that. But she also didn't mind if I wanted to put it out. But I felt like, you know, that version with her in it is available for people who are deep into this stuff. And those are my sort of supporter group. So people who subscribe uh, to my, it's like, like Patreon, like on Locals, Facebook, YouTube, those guys can see the full version. Now, if you wanna see the full version with her, shoot me an email and tell me why, what in this that speaks to you. And if it's clear that it speaks to you, then I'll send you the link, the unlisted link on YouTube for you to check out. Um, so the other caveat about this video is there's a lot of, it, it, it's less of a conversation and more of a dual transmission, which means there's a lot of silence. And so if you're listening on the podcast, you may just be like, oh, did the, did the podcast end? Because there, there's just silence. No, that's the conversation. That's how it's communicated. The silence actually is louder. It tells you more than a lot of times what's said. And also we just launch right into it. So we're kind of like joking around being jerks to each other in the beginning. So just let that go, all right? We're just being ourselves after knowing each other for a week. It felt like we, the three of us had known each other for lifetimes. That's how it felt. Um, so it was really beautiful. So I'm sorry for the long introduction, but I feel like this needed some kind of framing. You can just skip through this obviously. Uh, and so now without any further ado and definitely check out Suzanne's stuff, and I'll put links in the description. Email me, hello at zdogmd.com if you want the version that has my wife in it. Um, and without further ado, here is myself and Suzanne Chang in our discussion on non-duality, the fact that the universe is not two, it's not subject and object, it's just this. Here we go. Are you an asshole, like deep down? What do you, you feel into it, Miss Princess ESP? Tell me. You're an asshole. 150%. I don't do anything half-assed, including being an asshole. I'm either all in or not in at all. I think. It just makes me giggle. Um, oh, interesting. Okay, I'm a little in your shot. There we you go. You are? No, no, I'm good. I, I was. See, check it out. See my ball oh, head? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and cool. It's just like, kind of creepy, like if I just. <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> yeah. I'm very creepy. I thought, I thought this place was double or triple the size on YouTube. So 
I interpret that as this is smoke and mirrors. When I sit here, I see what a complete shithead you are and how false <laughs> everything is. That's how the mind is hearing that, just so you know. Oh, that's how you're interpreting mm -hmm. it. I thought you just called me a shithead. Uh, no way, dude. <laughs> it's calling me a shithead. It's like, that's kind of refreshing. No one has ever told me that before. Well, Thank you for being so honest. Fucking hate you. The flat, the flat <laughs> affect, the way you're delivering that, that's not a non-dual stare. That's just being a bitch, you know? See that? I don't know if you guys can see that, but right there, that's a, I mean, Snoop Dogg used to say, biatch. And I think that he had it right 30% of the time. I can't even keep my eyes open because you bore me to death. Why don't we just be mean to each other? Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Suzanne. You know, when I see you, <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, this guy is like so cool. And then I met you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's like a little teddy bear. I like this more. Oh, okay. That's okay then. I was about to I'm, I, be I'll really stop being sad. A bitch. No, I love this. This is like the most authentic interview yeah don't interview me no, I, I don't no, like no, interview. there's no interview just no. conversation we're, we're talking um <laughs> so you <laughs> yeah you've been here a few days and we've just been being what do you think of uh, california well i haven't really seen california because i've get, kept you in a dungeon tied up yeah mm-hmm I'm not mm -hmm. allowed to leave. Yeah, that was the rules when you came. I said, <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the cane again. Uh, it's actually the whip again. I forget what it was. No, it's been beautiful. Yeah. 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 Your house is in a beautiful area. I didn't need to go anywhere. Yeah, I have to say like having you here has been seamless. It's like you were, or we're always here. My whole family yeah, is like- Yeah, it doesn't seem like there was actual time. I don't even know. It didn't feel like I came or- it doesn't seem different in a way, you know? Is your whole life like that now, would you say? Yeah. 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 I go home. I see my family. But it's not really different. Like, there's a niceness. Mm. And it doesn't feel like I mentally try to dissect things. Mm. But, like... Literally nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. There are no different environments or different people or. And yet the body can still prefer. Actually, I just want quiet for like a day. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to be around people for a day. Mm. Like even that thought and intuitively you can do that. But. Still, there's no difference. That's really hard for the mind to grasp. It can't grasp that. But that is exactly the experience of, of, of reality. It's just seen that th there is no distinction, there's no separation, and there's no separate little person 
in your head that's experiencing separation or any of these different locations is just the radiance of this. But like you said, it still can, this activity of being, whatever this is, this neuronal storm of activity here can still have preferences, can still show the human range of expression and emotion. And, And that's what I, you know, I've watched your videos quite a bit and you're so authentic. It's so clear that you're pointing from clear truth and you're speaking from that place. And when I met you in person, that was there, but also what was there was Suzanne Chang, the human being. Yeah, yeah. And both showed up simultaneously. (laughs) Yeah. Because I think some people feel like, well, if I actually go too far down the realization path, something is so distorted. It's so lost. It's so alien. It's so inhuman. How can you walk around not having an internal dialogue or an internal sense of self and still function? And yet here it is. Mm, Yeah. I must say that it is, there is no world, but it is a totally different world. Hmm. I was going to say that it's a different experience, but experience seems like it is something that's happening. So like, I can't really, I can't believe anything, anything that the mind says. It's just, it's, it's like a bird tweeting. And it's not serious. The meaning in it is not there. But again, it's not, I don't think about that. I don't think like, for somehow meaning is used, but really it's coming from nothing. Like it is nothing. It doesn't really have that definitive meaning. So nothing is important nothing matters nothing is serious nothing is happening to me all of that is meaning all of that is like this is actually what's happening so when all of that can be used but none of it is real where's the struggle Where's the resistance? Where's the pushing and pulling? Where's the separation? But it still shows up as life. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can see, like, sometimes I get angry at people. I don't like people. But I don't take it seriously. But I will express it as if it's real. Yes. And it's my favorite aspect of your human personality that shows up. (laughs) What kind of freaking jerk? I can't believe they said it. It's great. Yeah. But yeah. There's no holding back. And there's no holding on. Yeah. There's no... Yeah, I express it and then... It's gone. It's gone. You know, um, I'm just making sure our cards are recording. That would be embarrassing. (laughs) Um, But also perfect. Yeah, fail. Hashtag fail. That's how my kids... My kids walk around. You've seen this talking in abbreviations. They could beat you up for sure. My oldest daughter is so strong. You saw her kick my butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your younger one too. Yeah, she's she's wiry strong. Like that kind kind of... deceptive strength that comes from like just having all ligament (laughs) like attached to like 
muscle that's very small, but it it has the leverage that could just cut, just I believe it. cut you. Yeah. I forget what we were talking about. Um, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I love your two daughters. The dynamic is like beautiful. They were asking today, where's Suzanne? Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. You're like, you've, you're like an empty human who showed up and just filled the entire space, <laughs> if that makes sense. And it was seamless. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even interact with them much, but like I was drawn to them. And they, and they to you. And in fact, I could tell that my oldest especially was kind of, was turned, she, her personality was kind of turned on a bit to kind of show you who she is. Aww, like, that's she really was like, sweet. I like to be seen by this person who's looking, like clearly looking mm. like, uh, and. Um, I made eye contact with your younger one mm, a couple times mm. yesterday. I don't know. Did she burst into tears? <laughs> like when I make eye contact? No, she's just, I'm intrigued by her. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's weird. Normally they would ask all these questions. Who is this person you and mom are hanging out with? And mm. instead it was just, where's Suzanne? Yeah. So just so people kind of understand, like we don't know each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. We, <laughs> but it's not weird. It's not weird at all. Like Aunt, yeah. I, I'd seen your videos and I really resonated with how direct you are. But I also knew like that particular style of directness is coming from a place that is clear to me, but for many, it can seem a little obscure or or a little a little mysterious because you can't grasp it with the intellect. And the conceptual mind won't really make sense of what you're saying. It can to a degree, but then it, st it, it stops. So I saw your videos and thought this, I, I, the first time I saw you, I was like, who is this? Mm -hmm. Like I've never, the algorithm just fed me the video and I was just, what? <laughs> My jaw dropped at how direct and clear, how true what you were saying felt at wherever I was in my unfolding, I was like, that is so spot on. And my wife, who wasn't even on any spiritual journey at all, just barely tolerated mine, was saw it and goes, now that's something I can kind of feel. Like how she's saying that, that kind of makes sense. And I was like, what? And so then Angelo interviewed you, uh, our mutual friend, and he voice messages me and, is, and just says, dude, Suzanne needs to come to visit you and you just need to do that. And whether it's videos or whatever. And I was like, I trust Angelo and I trust my intuition looking at the video. So I, we were like, would you come? And you were like, yeah. well, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> and that was how we actually met. And now yeah. it's been a week in and you're like, it's like, when did we meet? Yeah, yeah. seamless. Seamless. And in so many ways. I'm in love with your wife and I'm gonna run away with her. You know what? If you do that, <laughs> just get video of anything you do because then at least I'll have something, you know, I'll have something. <laughs> <laughs> but that there is a, there's a seamless, there's a seamlessness when someone shows up in the world like you do. And then maybe someone shows up in the world like I do, like very open to that. Yeah, you're so open. So it kind of, it's funny because then my wife, who's already quite she open, was so open, just yeah. blew open. Yeah, yeah. 
with all of us together and it keeps unfolding. And I won't say much about that this time maybe, except to say like my wife was never on a spiritual path, but now she's basically my Zen master, <laughs> like overnight. Yeah, There's that kind of a shift. Mm -hmm. And it's been so beautiful. And the authenticity that's opened up even between us has been so beautiful that, and yet there's no, there's a sense that nobody's doing it. Mm. There's nothing to hold or grasp. Mm. There's immense gratitude, but there's, yeah, there's not. There's nothing to make of it. It's just perfect, mm -hmm. just as it is. Mm -hmm. That's, and for me, just interacting with you has been like it's dropped a lot of the seeking energy that I had, where I was making this thing a thing. Like you got to do these things, and then you get the prize whatever that is. And instead it's like, no, the things just happen. These are just going on. And the prize is always and already this, and it's not a prize. Mm. And there's no one to claim it. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to talk about, but it's right here. Yeah. It's been amazing, like seeing you and your wife transform and go through just everything you needed to go through. And really, you never really left anywhere. You were never really gaining or losing anything. But where you guys are now, it's like, it was phenomenal for me to watch. And you both, like, you guys did the hard work. And, you know, it was just beautiful. Yeah. There's, there's really nothing to say. Like, mm. Except because we're on video, I guess, and this is my thing that I try to share with people. Like, like I'll say, um, there's a lot of people who are maybe seeking, like they know there's something not right with how things are in mm. the regular conceptual world of how we, how we live in society and all that. And they start seeking because they read a book or they see Eckhart Tolle speak or they, they have some peek into it, like some mystical experience happens or they do a psychedelic and they're like, oh, there's something deeper here. And intuition tells me to start exploring. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they have a partner or family or others that they're very attached to and that are attached to them. And this sudden kind of this, this, this unfolding of the seeking path can feel threatening not just to the spouse or the partner, but to the person who's seeking, mm. because it feels like everything is at stake. And if I wake up or become realized or lose my sense of self, what's gonna happen to that, mm -hmm. that relationship, that my children? And it's a real, it's a real fixation that forms in the mind that actually continues to make real the sense that there's someone who has something at stake that can lose it. And as long as that's reverberating in, in awareness, the, the surrender into this empty, radiant perfection can't happen 
fully or partially or at all. And so what's happened here, and I can only speak from my own experience, is you come, you point with me, things start to open and die in me, like these fixations of self. And then the spouse, the family, et cetera, are there because you're there in our house, we're hanging out, we're having dinner, and they're seeing this initially perplexed, <laughs> this interaction, like, what mm. is this? Are they from Mars? Mm. They're staring at each other and saying words that make no sense. And yet it's having some clear effect on the, the energetics of the room even. And then all the repressed things that we're conditioning ourselves not to deal with, start to, the repression mechanism starts to loosen. And the next thing you know, things are exploding. Mm. And including the, the fears that this path is going to cause loss, this path is going to obliterate the stability of the whole thing. Mm. And when that happens, underneath, is pure authenticity. And it feels so terrible <laughs> when you're going through yeah. that release. So like a death, like you've been murdered. Yeah, yeah. But on the other side of that is something that you can't even talk about because it's so just this and yet from the standpoint of the previous mind, seeing it, it would go, oh my God. It's like you guys went through like a thousand years of marriage counseling yeah. and then did a bunch of ecstasy together or something. Mm. And now look at you, you're perfectly authentically connected and honest. Yeah. And so I guess what I'm saying with all this is you can trust this. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I think once you die, you know that there's nothing to fear. So that just becomes obvious. And when you're in the energy of that, like when there's nothing to fear, you could go anywhere. And for me, like I knew nothing was going to go wrong. It might, it might feel explosive and it might feel like this is the worst thing that could ever happen. Mm -hmm. You could go through and feel the worst feelings ever that maybe you've been avoiding for years. But that's where the freedom is. Like underneath that, you become untouched, not as a thing. You just become everything. Yep. That's right. And fears can still arise. They don't mean anything anymore. What you're pointing at is the central, radical, but totally simple message, which is, the sense that we are a self that has everything to lose and everything to gain is the central obstruction 
to being living authentically in perfect connection with all these things, whatever that looks like. And it could look like something that looks like conflict, mm -hmm. but there's nobody in there that owns that. And you said something to us when we were talking and it landed because it said, you said, so whatever you share with each other, whatever emotion or whatever story has been going on, each of you can handle that. Mm. And that's a way of saying, there's no you that has to bear this burden. There's just the experience of the emotion. And so be authentic, mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads to an opening. It's an, and it's not a conceptual opening. It's not like going to therapy and which is all fine, going to therapy and moving around deck chairs and saying, okay, I'm going to reframe my experience this way. I'm going to mm -hmm. reframe this. And okay, it wasn't so bad that he or she did this. So I'm going to forgive them in this way. Mm -mm, it's not that. It's dropping a nuclear bomb mm. in the center of the one who could care about that. Mm. And, and then instead being radically open and allowing yourself to feel what you typically would have said is unbearable discomfort, knowing that it can be born because there's nobody that needs to bear it. Mm. And then just. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say radically open? I might have. It's really nice. Are you going to steal it and patent it for a bumper sticker? No, it's just really nice. Ah. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think I, like, I don't know why I said what I said, but I think observing you guys and seeing like, damn, these people are really genuine. I don't even know what that means really, but like, you know, you just have a sense, like they're really open. And I think deep down, both of them really want to connect. And just a limited amount of interaction I had with your wife at the time, she was so open and I was shocked. And I could sense that she just needed to be a little honest and she would just be blown open. And you had that sense too. Yeah. I mean, you, you told that, you said that to me the first time we Zoomed, I think. She was primed for this. I mean, I don't even want to call it awakening, you know? Like we don't have to label anything. That word doesn't even make sense. Anymore. It doesn't make yeah, sense. It doesn't make sense. But what you're pointing at is exactly it. Like sometimes it's, what we're holding, that bit of resistance to life that we've been holding maybe for a decade mm. or more that keeps us driving with the brakes on. Like it's that feeling of just, it has a signature and it shows up in life as, I need to protect this core, mm. whatever it is, and I can't open or everything will fall apart. So when the opening happens, when that it's realized that this has to come through and the energy that comes out is so, can be so terrifying. fierce and terrifying <laughs> yeah. that it's a, it's physically felt. It's not conceptual. No Stories pop up, but it's like 10,000 gigawatts, mm. you know, coursing through your body and you feel like you're dying. And yeah. a piece of you is. Yeah. The piece that owned that story, mm -hmm. the piece that was holding it, is it is electrocuted mm. it's just burnt to a crisp 
And what's left then after the recovery of that is indescribable openness, like authentic, authentic, I mean, all these words don't make sense, just, and so, yeah. So now she is my teacher. She's always been my teacher, but now it's like, she's speaking like a Zen master and she's never read a word of this stuff. Mm. And all it, all it really was was that little restraining bolt of this holding and me too. Yeah. So I was holding story and that started to open and release and was very painful because you don't want to go in those places. No, you can't by choice go there. Mm. So that, that holding place is you. It's not that you are holding it. That is you, ah. which you, you don't really exist, but that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. When that's there, that's everything. Yeah. And your perception is coming from there. So it's in a way limited. It feels separate. It feels in relation to everything. It's living on top of fear. I love how you say that. You've said that in different ways to me during the week. You're living on top of this mass of repression, doubt, anger, denial, identities, stories. You're living on top of it. And actually you're seeing through it as a lens. You can't see it because you're seeing as it. Mm -hmm. So the world looks a certain way. The world looks like this. I can't be honest with my partner because It'll be the death of me, him, the family, everything we've built. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And whereas the truth is, without being honest, you're living in a kind of dream mm-hmm. state that feels, you know it, you know it's there. Mm-hmm. And you know it, especially when it is not there. Because suddenly you're like, and you may have those glimpses. So this is for anyone out there who is resonating with this. You may have glimpses in your relationship with, whoever, your mother, your father, your kid, your brother, your spouse, partner, yourself, all those are relationships. So you may have had experiences where those open and you know what it's like to be completely honest and vulnerable and that glimpse, it's just like any spiritual experience. The glimpse is enough to let you know at a cellular level that hmm, the regular state that I'm living in is wrong. It's a lie. It's a dream. It's a fabrication. And then, and, and once you know that, then, then you can deeply know too you can start to trust that anything that happens that might unwind the dream is ultimately going to be okay. Yeah. Better than okay. Yeah. Of course it's going to be terrifying. That's all that's known. So to go into the unknown, of course it can't be willingly done. But when it's just the unknown, Freedom isn't even needed. Peace isn't even needed. 
that's all there is. And you see, you never had to fear anything. It's so radical to the human mind that this kind of peace is the natural state of everything. <laughs> and everything yeah. we do to try to manufacture it. Let's go on a vacation. Let's drink some alcohol. Yeah, let's stay present, which is okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Because the other option, which is the total destruction of your reality that is quite phenomenal it's you it is kind of the loss of everything because you are that and to go beyond that where there's just infinity it's not a simple thing it's not an easy thing so all these ways of seeking all these ways of finding momentary happiness and fulfillment staying present doing practices they're all safety ground safety nets a little bit like everything else getting the job more money partner it's all okay there's nothing wrong with it that is already this but experientially there will always be a not enoughness it will never ever satisfy so the only answer there is no real answer. But the only way out of that is a complete destruction of it. That message is so true and so scary to the mind that thinks it is that. It is the suffering mm. or it is the pain. And it's so, but it's so true. It, I, I want to go back to what you said about presence because this is all fine and it's fine and good. I've talked about it. It's decide, yeah, yeah you. And it was my gateway into this. Me being too. Present, yeah. Yeah. So it was for you too. Yeah. Being present, resting as awareness, whatever that is, mm. which we can talk about. But the, like the Eckhart Tolle, Tolle gateway, which is, oh, instead of being lost in thought all the time, I can focus on being here. Mm. There's still an I focusing on being here, but at least I'm here mm -hmm. and there is relief. Yeah, But it takes a lot of work because the I is still expending energy because it's still energy identifying as this. Mm -hmm. So that's fine. And what you actually helped me really deeply realize, deeply realize, I always kind of knew and I'm increasingly knowing it, but you really just by talking with you and you're not teaching anything. You're just talk, you're, we're just having a conversation. Yeah, I'm Is being it, normal. <laughs> <laughs> just your expression from there was that even that is identity, so die. Mm. like allow your identity to loosen and dissolve. You can't do it. Mm. It's almost just a willingness. And even that is a stretch. But when it's known that you can trust what's on the other side, even though you don't know, you can't know what it is because mm. there's no you there. 
but you see me and I'm functional. <laughs> oh, this is actually the secret sauce you have, Suzanne Chang. I'm just realizing clearly now. When I met you, even by Zoom the first time, and when you came here, and when I see you, when I interact with you, it's just energetically known on an energy, like just on an energy level, like, oh my God, this person is just radically who they are and it's wonderful. Mm. And on a personal level, you're funny, normal, authentic, don't give a crap, take a crap on anyone if you want, and then it's gone. And you're fun to hang around with. So- I'm also considerate. You missed that part. Yeah, I forgot that. Humble, humble's another thing. That, <laughs> you remember but, the list of good stuff I told you, you to know, say about but me? I told you it cost you more than you paid me. The, 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 the knowing from the conversation that we have that you are actually, there's not a self in there and the radical kind of path that you took where that happened, going through and reprocessing, like just living through the trauma and the emotion and everything, feeling all of it dying over the past year. And you've, all your videos point to your journey. Mm. Your videos are your journey. Mm. Like it's like a time capsule of Suzanne Chang's realization of no self, no problem, just this. Mm. It's all there on your channel. Like mm. I don't even wanna rehash it because I want people to see it from you. But knowing that, then interacting with you caused this pattern of zubining to completely surrender because it knew it was gonna be just fine. Mm. Like, because it, it, there's terror. There's fear, even in stillness. When you meditate, you can run up against this void where the self isn't and the self can recoil, the so-called self, the pattern of energy that's calling itself self mm. can recoil in fear. And then you meet Suzanne and you go, oh, this person's on the other side of this invisible wall that you think you should never cross. Mm. And it just causes a, okay, I give up. Nice. So that's, I think, also what your videos do. That's mm. a draw for people to go, oh, I've been in this kind of thing. I've done the spiritual journey. I've gone to all the meditation retreats. I've fought these battles and the seeking and all of that. And I'm just exhausted. And then here's you. Mm. Ah, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I could sense with you too that you were ready. Mm. So I was not intentionally, but I think what was coming across just because I could sense the readiness was a stripping away of all the little bitty elements of hope that was still latching on to, it was very, very refined. Mm, yes. So and no more holding on to those, even those little things. There's nothing in it. And the fear of loss, the loss of family, mm. loss of relationship is just enough to keep your identity there to cling to it like, yeah. a, like a boat. And of course, it's like, it's a beautiful thing actually for the identity and the person. Um, and it's not that you actually 
lose it, lose it. You just realize you never had it. And sometimes it might feel like you've lost it. And I was lucky enough to see you like go through that in a way. Mm-hmm. And it just happened so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout all of those so-called phases where you really felt like it was gone. I wasn't worried for you. <laughs> I, I wanted you to express. I wanted you to feel through everything you were feeling, all the stories that were popping up and for your wife too. Mm. And they were not a problem. There's nothing to fear in that. That can freely be here full on with the rage. That's not a problem. If people really understood that, how the way you pointed to me that, and I finally knew it, I knew it instinctually after yeah, that. I could sense. And then it just opens. Then you're like, okay, into the fire. Mm-hmm. Everything we've been scared of, whatever, here it is. Yeah. And on the other side of that is just indescribable joy and acceptance and no matter what, like it could have been, oh, you know, on the other side of that, it's pretty clear. There's no relationship, we're done, you know, going to live in a monastery, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. that, that you have to know going into that, that if that were a possibility, that's okay too, mm-hmm. because none of this is, it, it, it's exactly that kind of surrender. Yeah, You have to be willing to lose everything, mm-hmm. your whole life, yeah. willing to die in that sense. Mm-hmm. And this is a radical, this is like a, heavy duty message for someone just starting out meditating. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. So for those folks, and I'll put an intro on this where mm. I kind of explain yeah, that. Yeah. But this is for the people who are like, damn, dude, mm-hmm. I've been doing this for years or yeah. months or and still suffering and I'm still feel like a self. And I, I have had awakening. I haven't had awakening, whatever that means. And that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Because when you're too mind identified, and that is the only solid reality, this will be misinterpreted. This will become um, something to immensely fear and 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 push away. Yes. Or it will become a thing to do, a practice, a way to get to this, and some irresponsible things might happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is for someone relatively seasoned. It doesn't mean you have to be on a spiritual path. Your right. wife, my wife was not. Yeah, but you can see she's pretty primed. Yeah, she's just her life has been her spiritual path. Yeah, yeah. That's she's right. just authentic. She's just authentic. That's just how she is. You knew it <laughs> yeah. the minute you met her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. So in that situation, because like what you're saying, if, if the mind tries to grab what we're saying and make a thing out of it, it that's disastrous. Mm-hmm. Or it's just, it just won't work. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's nothing to do here. That's what, it's more a realization. It's a realization that in the end here, there is nothing at stake in the way you think it's at stake. And, that, and what that means is, oh yeah, but what do you mean, Zubin? Like the, in the world, there's lots at stake. Like I, I have these things, I don't want to lose them. And this, and that. That's fine. There's nothing really at stake under all of that when you touch into what that is. There's nothing at stake, which means it's time to dive into all the things that you know are there 
that you were afraid because there's something to lose. Mm. So now there's nothing to lose because there was nothing ever there. And when that, and that sounds, to the mind that sounds like nihilism. Mm. It sounds like that's yeah. a void, like I wanna avoid that. That's not what it is. The mind can't know what this is, thank God. Because mm. if it did, it just wouldn't even, what would it even do? It'd be like, oh, it can't know. Yeah. It's a realization. You even saying that you become it doesn't make any sense. Mm. Yeah, it's very hard to talk about. Yeah, you don't you don't neglect or detach from anything. Actually, you fully embody or go through the deepest fears mm. and traumas, and um, it's fully processed and digested, and it's it can be painful as hell, but it's fully possible, like. Everyone's completely capable. Yes. It's almost your birthright to be able to do this. And you personally have only really in the last year and a bit gone through this. Mm -hmm. And you show up here and it's just radiant emptiness. Like, So for you, it's been facing the darkest stuff in your entire life yeah that i thought i had resolved um how, how did you think you'd resolved it through other means um yeah i thought i had brought it to the light mm. i learned things mm. you know be with it accept that there's nothing to be ashamed of hearing other people's stories worse than mine mm. and seeing how they've resolved it and and feeling like it's it doesn't define me what mm. happened doesn't define me um but as long as the identity is there mm. the story is still there it's not a wrong thing but that's just kind of how it is it seems who knows maybe you could go to therapy for 20 years maybe it will dissolve but it felt like the deep vulnerabilities and insecurities were just ingrained in ways that you can't dissect that mentally. It's energetic. It's mm. completely intertwined with the whole dream. Mm. The tentacles seemed like they were everywhere. And when I felt like I was dying, all of the all of them kind of emerged and I was like, what the fuck? I didn't do mm. anything. Like that was kind of how it felt because it was so full on. But maybe now looking back, it's not like I didn't resolve anything. I think it just needed to come up to say goodbye. Like, mm. and it felt more raw and intimate and just that. So sometimes the story felt more real than ever because mm -hmm. that's all there was. There was no separation. There was no, it's odd to say because the story is duality, but it felt like there was nothing but the story at times. So when I hated someone, it was just pure hate. And it's not like I acted from it. There was enough 
being on the spiritual path or enough refinement in whatever way, not that you need to be on a spiritual path, but there was enough somehow maturity or I don't know what it is, but I knew that this would pass in a way. Well, there when it's there, it's really full on. So sometimes that's all that's there mm. and time disappears. Mm. Um, I know exactly what you're pointing at. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes action just needs to happen. Sometimes that did happen. But a lot of the time, the anger wasn't seen as a problem. Mm. The hatred wasn't seen as a problem. It was like, actually, the identity can't go there sometimes. It's just way too horrific. How, how can I hate my parents that fully? And it's not like my parents did anything particularly wrong. It's just that it's normal that that might be there. If there is a separate sense of self that felt hurt in that way, it's kind of normal. And you don't have to be ashamed of it. It's it's like, I think if I'm feeling into my own experience too, you can kind of do the conceptual groundwork and you can do the kind of the therapeutic stuff and even the bringing these experiences and allowing them to arise and sitting with them in presence. But there's still an identity sitting with them in presence, which means there's still a perception that there's something here that can be hurt or injured and that Mm. disallows Mm, the the full expression of, because listen, you know this and you've expressed it even here. The raw energy of hate, Mm. of anger, of resentment, Mm. of fear, of grief, of sadness, of loss, when it's felt without resistance, it is the most powerful force in the universe because it is the entire universe. Mm. And if there's even a vestige of holding on to a self that could die, that self is gonna resist Mm. because this is too much. Mm. But when you let that, you trust and that self just, it just dissolves. And then it's just, ah, it's so- Pure energy. Pure energy. You said it was energetic and people are like, what does that mean? It's energy. Like it feels like contractions in the body. Mm. Like you'll be sore afterwards. Mm. But that allowing opens up this pattern of energy that we are. And the next thing is more openness. And then the next thing comes. Mm. And it's held a little, even a little more lightly. Mm. Like it's, it just, it's so beautiful, Suzanne. Mm. Like I I just want everyone to know, (laughs) like this is okay, especially if you're this stage, but if you're not and you're hearing this and it clicks something in you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to fear emotions. And- when the mind is a bit stronger and it's more fully your only reality, mm-hmm. then emotions have a lot more meaning. They mm-hmm. have a lot more good and bad. I want this. I don't want this. And that's okay. 
But when the mind kind of isn't the prominent thing as much, I don't know how else to say that. Yeah, um, it's less center stage. It's less, yeah. Then it's just mainly it's energy and the stories can still arise. The preferences can still arise, but how do you differentiate energy? How do you put a boundary to energy and say distinctly, I know what this is. I know how to control it and manipulate it. And I know what to do about it. That it just doesn't make sense anymore. It's like holding, you know, trying to hold back the sun from shining or something like you, you can't stop it. it. You can try and you're just gonna create these weird artifacts. It, it, is, it is like that. But when, but see these, these energies, and that's the thing, we make these personal energies in our mind. This is my anger. Mm. This is my rage. This is my shame. Mm. When they're experienced as energy, they're everything. There's no my or your or theirs. It's just, this is the universe, it's just shame. And you feel it so, and you know what you said about the stories can arise. You know, when this came here and you know these feelings were coming through, maybe it's grief. Thoughts still show up and they say things like, oh, they're, they're telling stories about the loss or about the guilt or whatever it is. But there's a deeper knowing when you just allow that guilt to be everything, that even when the thought's there, it's just guilt happening and the thought is there. There's nobody owning this guilt and there's nothing to be afraid of, even though fear may be there, that's okay. And then it just, it's allowed. And when it's really allowed, it's like taking um, a resistor out of a circuit. Now the, the current can flow, which means shit's gonna get hot it's gonna feel really intense, mm. like you're dying. Mm. I think over the past week, I must have died several times. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still dying. I was just walking out in nature with my wife today and I just doubled over, like the amount of energy that suddenly, wow. I was walking like this. We were just in, you know, my wife of course is completely blissed out, like walking around, mm. just noticing things for the first time as they are. Yeah. And I sat to stop. And suddenly I was like curled up standing and just sobbing. Mm. And what was amazing is it felt like the entire universe, grief or sadness, it wasn't mine. There was no story. It was just grief and sadness. And it it was beautiful in a way. There was like a underlying gratitude that this is, that humans can feel this, this intensely. And then as soon, you know, maybe give it 20 seconds, it was gone. Mm. Like I look up, my wife just had her hand on my back and she just intuited like none of this human, like, oh, come here. No, it's okay. None none of that. Just, mm -hmm. and then it's gone. And I was like, wow, that was a thing. And we continue to walk. It's beautiful. Like a rain shower passes by and there's just, Mm. just little residual water. And then it's just evaporated and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I just, I, I'm so, I have so much gratitude that you came out here mm. and that you do what you do. 
I don't do anything. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> no, you've been amazing. I've been really blown away by you as well. I've mean, been I've been trying to like verbalize, you know, all these like Zubin's great because, but like I don't know, words don't really do. Don't worry, I have a list of things you can just check the boxes that seem to apply. And we'll <laughs> how much did you enjoy your stay? <laughs> On a scale of one to seven, how much would you recommend this to other non-selves? <laughs> On a on a scale of one to ten, how empty are you after this experience? I was just thinking today. Um, I mean, I told you before, like I came here probably because of personal elements. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, probably a little bit, and I also emptied out more. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just beautiful. It's. Just like, okay, so people who don't believe in synchronicity or how the universe just is as it is, like here's a great example. Mm -hmm. Like I meet Angelo two years ago, it really accelerates my path. Other people get connected through the videos. The next thing you know, I randomly, because I watch Angelo's videos or I watch videos on non-duality, yours show up in my feed. I mentioned you to Angelo. He's like, yeah, I've noticed her. She's really amazing. Like, hopefully I can get an interview with her. You get, she gets the interview. Then he's like, you need to come. Mm -hmm. You guys need to be together, mm -hmm. do videos, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I was blown away. I was I, like, me, me too. These sweet guys. They're oh, so sweet. Oh. <laughs> and that you, when you agreed to do it, I was like, I'm not worthy of this. Like there was all this like, oh. And, and actually when you first came, I was kind of bending over backward trying to make sure that you had an experience yeah. that made it yeah. worth you coming here. It mm -hmm. was actually like, okay, so if you want to go to San Francisco, we can go to San Francisco. And then of course there's all these restaurants and this isn't, and you're just like this, no, you know, it's fine. This there, is were, there were personal elements here that was like, oh my God, this guy is amazing. I should just stay here forever. Aww. I'll be pampered forever. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. The personality just feels like, oh, yeah. but it's, and you would, and you will, and you can be. But there is even, it became clear that that wasn't the nature of this. Mm -hmm. That was an element, like it was lovely. It's yeah. so lovely on a, just a human level. It's wonderful. Yeah. But then there's this, and then, and then even that's a teacher. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, Suzanne this and Suzanne that and Suzanne this and Suzanne that. Mm. And my wife pointed out, she's like, you know, anything can become an attachment. You know, oh, beautiful. And I was like, I was like, wow, I'm a like, I feel like, well, if Suzanne leaves, I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> you know, like this little bit of not true, not, not, it is not true. You're right. Mm. This little bit of grasping, a little bit of attachment, a little bit of that. And now you can see it in finer and finer grain. Um, and I just love, I love how your unfolding happened that you found this person that's halfway across the world and you just share everything authentically, mm. directly. You do all that work together, but apart, and there's not selves there doing it. Yeah, yeah. And without going through that, I wouldn't have been able to speak to you and your wife the way that I did. Because, <sighs> I mean, you know, I have very little personal experience in relationships 
Hey, lady. Hey, lady. <laughs> What's up? Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Sit right here. That was wonderful. That was. That was so sweet. So amazing. Yeah. And completely unplanned. Mm -hmm. And just absolutely what. You know, when she was talking about seeing her hands for the first time, mm. I was sitting there just going, oh my God. Mm, I could kind of see. I was overwhelmed because mm. that is like so beautiful. Oh my God. It's so true to what this is. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and this is someone who has never meditated, thought I might be crazy. Mm -hmm. Was skeptical. Was skeptical of the whole thing yeah. and felt... We, when we were talking too, she felt, you know, what are we escaping with this? Yeah, like, yeah. what's wrong with this life? It's yeah. fine. And then she sees from this and goes, hand. Mm. <laughs> like, there's nothing to do. Mm. It's just. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's why, that's why, in a way, everything we've said can go out the window. Toss it all. Yeah. Absolutely. When we were walking today, it was like, hey, there's nothing to say. Like mm -hmm. all these words are meaningless. Mm -hmm. They might point you, there's like a finger pointing here and there, but in the end, you don't have to say anything. Just, mm -hmm. it's just this. Yeah. And yeah. In the end, in the when there's no constructs at all, how can you say anything? It's like, <laughs> it, it's like effortful. Yes. You know, sometimes when you're pointing with me, uh, I'll get into that state of just effortless this mm. and it'll feel eternal. And then I'll hear a voice that'll say, so how's it there? Mm. Like, yeah. And it's almost like you can feel the layers of automatic mind start to just kind of form in and build a little ladder. And then the thoughts start to form again and they say, oh, you should come up, like, what's your answer for this? Because there's nothing to say. Mm. And then usually I say something like, there's nothing to say, or mm. it's all energy or some, some platitude that makes no sense, but it feels right from there. And it's kind of like, that's how so much of this is. Like, they sound, it sounds cliche because words can't conceptually trans, transmit it, but from it, it all just makes sense and there's nothing to say. Yeah. Yeah. But when the mouth moves, it comes out like everything is love or something like that. Mm. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. So the one thing I wanted to kind of touch back on that we were talking about was this idea of everything is consciousness, presence. That is a... <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, I love you so much, Suzanne Chang. You are my favorite person in this room right now. <laughs> God damn it. Because Margaret left. <laughs> Fine. Fair enough. No, that 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 is a realization. That kind of eye roll is a realization that even the fixation with consciousness ultimately must die. Because in this, where is consciousness? What is consciousness? What is consciousness? How can you name anything There's, and believe it? 
to be true. You might as well just call it the force at that point, and it's just as silly sounding because the force. It's like, oh, consciousness. You mean the force? It's this all pervasive field that just knows everything. That's stupid. <laughs> like from here, it just feels like no. There's just everything. Mm. There's no knower. Mm. There's no knowing substance. There's no substance that is everything. Mm. There's no everything. Mm. There's just. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, as as long as there's a knowing that this is consciousness, there's still the whole person, the whole identity, uh, which is fine. It could be a more expansive sense of self mm. that doesn't know it's there. It's really hard to know if it's there, but when it's gone, it's obvious. Like, mm. oh shit something disappeared because mm. now there's just nothing and you, you can't put a word to this. Mm. You can't describe it at all. Mm. Impossible. And frankly, ridiculous to put a name to it. <laughs> Not ah. in a mean way, but no. it's just like absurd, like, holy shit. Yeah. Everything's made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can know reality as that, whatever that is. There isn't even reality mm. in that sense. It's just, I don't know. I, Angela used the term living truth. I think that is the closest that I've heard. It's just truth, just this, mm. just this. And it's alive in the sense mm. that if there's just a, it's an expression. That's it. Mm. Just the expression. Yeah. Yeah. It's so unbelievably full and I don't know if palpable is mm. the right word. Mm. And it's edgeless. There's complete there's no boundary to it whatsoever. Mm. Yeah. Where would you find a boundary? Where would, what, what is that even? Yeah. It's impossible. Even one sensation is every sensation. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Oscar winning film. I gotta watch that. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's just, but we still, can have fun and life. This is what's the magic of this for me. And I may still, I have a lot of fixation. And one of my fixations is I love the humanness of experience. Yeah. There's a warm mammalian glow to being a human. Mm -hmm. And there's a kind of a gratitude for this human kind of thing mm. as weird and monkey-like as we are. Mm. There's something about it that is an attachment for, for, for this. It just feels like that. And that nothing, that a radiant smile, it's just a smile. I see the universe sometimes. I think this was Adya Shanti. He said, it's, it's like the, the, an empty smile is reality and everything is just 
part and parcel of that, that that nothingness that's everythingness can express as this, mm. like you and me sitting here, mm -hmm. is a miracle beyond miracles. It's all you need. Mm. What else do you need? Do you need money? Well, you know, I gotta eat. This is a miracle. Mm. In a way, you don't lose that. There is maybe some shifts that happen. Hmm. Um, everything I'm going to say is going to sound like a weird description or concept. Excellent. But you become more fully this, more fully human. There's no blocks anymore. There's no separation. There's no in here, out there. You do see things in a, I guess, different way. You're not relating to anything. In a way, I don't know what's happening, but everything is naturally, automatically allowed. I'm not doing anything. I'm not here. No one is here in control, separate from life. So it's just fully everything. And if that's not... What could be desired from there? The fullness of everything, including the human aspects and things like that. That's just interpretation of the unknown. I don't know what this is, how this is functioning, what this is. It's just happening. And it's full. Nothing is repressed. Nothing is detached. Completely open, free, unbound. I just imagine me farting. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, I don't have to imagine that for me. Okay, it's just a constant occurrence. <laughs> I have been a little bit gassy compared to usual. We're eating too much crap. Yeah. No, not crap. I think it's because I put half and half in my coffee. Oh, a little lactose. So yeah. Yeah. For me, it's garlic. Oh. Yeah, like the pizza yesterday. I was like, oh, I guess that, I was, that pizza was good. It was good though, right? Slice House I, Belmont. Slice I felt House. Bad are you listening? That I was gonna take the last slice. No but a part of me was like, no, it was for you. No one, no one wants that, right? It's it. It does I'm claiming it. It. Ah, <laughs> it brings me so much joy to see you enjoy those kind of things because it's like oh, I fully in, like 
the meal that your wife made. That oh, was my favorite. So good. It was so good. That was my favorite. I gotta tell her that because she she I, I was like oh. she thanklessly cooks that shit for the family that's like oh, okay, what's I the want dessert? Salmon. Yeah, exactly. I want salmon. Halibut's too dry. It's like what? That was my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It was really good. Ah mm-hmm. oh, man, that's I get I, this whole expression of everything is like it's flawless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just so no great. No difference. No distinction anywhere. There's nothing, and everything. I love you, how you just pointed to that. It's just like it's just. <laughs> There's nobody doing this. There's nobody doing this. It's the funniest thing in the world. Like it's just yeah. You can't talk. You can't. Mind can't go there. Mind can't go into the center of the smile. It just knows it's a smile. That's all it knows. It's just it's a smiling void. That's yeah, exerting maximum. It's just farting out the universe. <laughs> Just a hundred percent, just one methane cloud. That's all of this. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here because <laughs> you know that. Yeah, the countdown's clicking for fart time. Yeah, dude, that's so. It's so crazy how it all just. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't even know what we just did, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I think my favorite part of this trip was just like really getting to know you. Like your story is phenomenal. What you've been through is phenomenal. Um, From here, like my favorite thing is getting, like your story is cool and crazy and almost insane. And I love that aspect, but. Compared to your story? It is. You oh, so? no, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But it's getting, it's it's you that isn't really there. It's the whole expression and how it shows up in human form and energetically that is just so compelling. It's like a vortex that you keep falling into and falling into and falling into. That's how mm. it feels, yeah. And um, that may be a little attachment I have to this is so it just it, it's an it's an energetic phenomenon. That's what that's what Angelo said when he interviewed you. He's like, just you just want to just be there with her because mm-hmm. it's like that. Aww. And I think people see that in the videos too. It's you know the people that are sensitive to that because not every not everyone's sensitive to that. I think mm-hmm. you could be very mind identified and just see this as boring bullshit that makes no sense and a nice person who just is talking some weird shit. Yeah, at mm. a cemetery. Like, In a cemetery. Saying she doesn't know anything. Like. <laughs> and that she spent the last year dying. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, you're still there. <laughs> it's, it's so it's so funny. You read some of the comments and like, do you need antidepressants? Mm. Do you need, it's like the minute I saw that video, that one that, uh, that you did that went viral, I was like, Oh, she's right in the heart of reality, expressing it as reality. Like this is such a beautiful expression. And then I read the comments and I'm like, these people don't see it at all. They're seeing it from the mind. Mm -hmm. Of course the mind would see the way you're expressing in that moment, that expression, which is Mm -hmm. 
everything is lost and no one tells you how it's lost. Mm. Everything. Yeah. You will lose every fucking thing. There'll be nothing. You will be able to hold nothing. And the mind is just like, the mind can't even feel that, allow itself to feel that. So it just feels bad for it. It goes, oh, this poor thing, like she's depressed. Well, it can only project its own experience or what it knows from yeah. where it knows. Yeah. Even if it didn't go through that, that's all it mentally knows. Right. And the construct of society is all mental. Yeah. And that's all we know. So going beyond that, where there is nothing and energetically, you literally lose everything, all the attachments, mm. it's really felt through. Mm. And to look at my picture as a young kid and not be able to recognize that face, mm. that's a sad thing to go through. Like mm. it's sad in the moment and then yeah, it passes. Now it doesn't affect me, mm. but to go through that, it is quite sad. You're mourning yourself. Mm. So I'm mourning my parents all the trauma I've been through, feeling like it was for nothing because I'm not gaining anything. I'm actually just losing everything. Mm. That's all there is. Mm. And if you're not sad during that time, I mean, it's just understandable that you would be sad. There would just be sadness. Um, yeah, and there was bargaining going on. And like, ah. can I go back? Oh. Like, why is this happening? Yeah, of course. How could I have prevented that much trauma from happening? Could I could. have resolved it as a person? Could I? Yes. Um, but now it's very clear, like, <sighs> what a relief. Yeah. Wow. Biggest relief ever. I would never, ever go back. And that's how you show up. You show up as someone who's light, who's just, that is not sticking. There's sure there's always gonna be some little thing in it and in real time and catch and release kind of thing, that's fine. But the lightness of being is apparent and it's inspiring if you're cowering in fear from the process, like you just go, <laughs> You know, and I think mm -hmm. some people saw that first video of that one that went viral mm -hmm. and they were like, oh my gosh, that is scary then. Mm -hmm. I don't want to not recognize myself, totally. but that's not, that's not it. That's why I kind of wanted to talk about it here because it's like, that is such a special video because it points right at the part that you have to understand. Even that is perfect. It's exactly how it has to be. And it's, it's not just okay. It's the other side of that is, yeah, infinite lightness. Yeah. Yeah. I think right before I posted that video, there was something major that fell away. Mm. Um, oh, you could feel it in the video. Not caring about what other people thought anymore. Hell yeah. Like that completely, not that it can't come up now and again, but it definitely has a different flavor. Mm. But right before that video, there was kind of this like total unattachment to anything and everything. Mm. And a pure expression just happened. Ah, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. 
And we're even talking about things that don't exist now because this is stuff that isn't happening now, but it's still, it can, it, it can be such a, a guide, a guidepost for the apparent selves that are seeking, mm. apparently seeking. Yeah. From here, everything seems apparent, mm. <laughs> but I still have a, you know, in me, there's a ton of fixation, there's identity, these things, but it's, it's feeling increasingly fluid. It's increasingly like it can go from zero to a hundred to zero and the emotions just come and the resistance has gone down off the cliff. Mm. And then seeing my wife and just being like, what? Mm. Just the joy of that. And then the little bit of jealousy arises. Oh my God, mm. she did that so easy. Mm. I've been struggling for a decade. And then the, the, the humor, like, of course you are. You're, this is exactly the cosmic joke. That's how it works. It's perfect. And then just being around her is waking me up more and more and more. Yeah. It's just all seamless. It's all yeah, clockwork. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not far away from anything. You're not really going anywhere. There's just energetic seeming to play out. And I could be wrong, but I just think she's just going to be able to be there as complete space for you to open up to any remnant things. It doesn't say anything about you or her. It doesn't matter anymore. Those things are irrelevant. They don't make sense. But I think now the the seeming bond just to use words that you have now like that will be the thing that's that was needed for you in a way mm. yeah it's beautiful and she said it yesterday too she knew she's the only one who could do that for you. She said it so clearly. And I knew I've always known it. Mm. I've always known it. Like she's the path. Mm. If there's a path. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's nuts. She just, she says some powerful things. It's like ridiculous. She on the trail today, when we were walking, the kind of things that she was saying, I was like, this is a, it's like something a Zen master would say. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, you know, sitting down on a rock. When you listen to a bird sing and there's no bird, there's no singing, there's just what that is, that's something. <laughs> and I was sitting on the rock going, <laughs> yeah, wow. That was well expressed. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, I realized that my mechanic is probably calling. Oh, okay. Uh, let yeah. me just take a peek here. Sure. <gasps> so many voicemails. You in trouble, bro. Let's listen to it. We'll have to edit Be this video. responsible. <laughs> Perfect. Bye for now. What if I just put this out unedited? Ju- yeah. Justin gets just like put his 10 million calls. Like, <laughs> Are you an enlightened car mechanic? Because my car needs to be. You know, my the 10W40 oil I put in my car is not very awake. 
I was wondering if you have a formulation. We gotta awaken these machines. Yeah, you gotta awaken. Forget these. about humans. <laughs> I just wanted to say you gotta awaken these nuts because. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Oh. Does it make sense? Does it? I don't know. Does anything make sense? No. So isn't that like equally sensible? Totally. Yeah. Especially when it's spelled D apostrophe S nuts. Because it's kind of like there's a dude named D and he's got nuts and they're D's nuts. Oh. Yeah. Whereas Snoop might spell it D-E-E-Z like, you know, D these, but it's not. It's D's nuts. And D is mad that mm. that you're talking about his nuts. Or they're nuts. These pronouns are they, them. Ooh. <laughs> I'm becoming de-enlightened. De-enlightened. I worried, actually. It was funny. I had a little <laughs> mental thought that I could actually de-enlighten de you by just possible. being me. Just by being me. No, no, no. I think you doubt yourself. I have a lot of doubt, yes. So, um, you know, it's okay if it comes up, but, like, you can just ignore it. Is that right? Yeah. So doubt happens and I'm like, there's doubt. That is my final teaching to you. Thank you. Take it or leave it. Thank you, Suzanne Chan. I'm untouched, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> we should have done this all with puppets. The whole thing. Like Ooh. two puppets staring at each other. And just like, it's all nothing. And everything. And empty and full. And then the other puppet's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> funny it would be pretty funny <laughs> did you ever, did you ever see the video of i think it was tony parsons and he's just with another dude and they're, they're pointing all seriously and then suddenly they just both lose their shit and start laughing and the whole video is like six minutes of them snort laughing <laughs> really yeah it was kind of like they just saw like this is all a joke. It's all a big joke. And they were just like, <laughs> he was doing that shit. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was Tony. Actually, Angela has the video somewhere. I'll have to have him send it to us. It's really entertaining. Cause you're just, they're, they're all serious. They're like looking at each other, like the radiance of the uh, empty and the no self. And then, and then they just. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are often moments where I'm just like, why the hell am I speaking about this shit? Totally. Like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do anything else. So like, it's fine. But I think this reaction is just normal yes. because it's like, you see how ridiculous it is to be talking about anything. This whole video is the biggest fucking joke in the world. Like that we would open our mouth about any of this. Yeah. And yet, and yet it's kind of it's beautiful too. Perfect. Like the whole thing, I almost don't want to edit a word of it. Yeah. Like everything you're hearing now, audience, is like exactly as it went down. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe for the supporter group and give it to your patrons, like the full Unedited. thing. Unedited? Oh, oh, that'd be cool. I'll give it to you and you you can edit it however you like. But yeah, for me, I, I wouldn't do that. But meaning like we'd have to watch it and make sure there's nothing that you really didn't want to say. Mm. Because the audience, yeah, there's a way to edit this in a good way. And then there's a way to just hand it to the behind the paywall people that are just going to just 
be, they're going to be on the ride. Mm. They're already sensitive, you mm -hmm. know? You and, think I said something that- No, not a word, but I would give you that option. Yeah, I don't need that option. I yeah. Usually people ask me if they do interviews and stuff, and mm -hmm. I, I just like, can't care enough, to be honest. Everything you said is exactly you. And actually, not sure. The My only thing that I would look at is, and Margaret already said, she's like, but then part of me is like, fuck this, who cares? Yeah. But she, I just want to make sure her totally. parts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But it was beautiful. It's kind of like, really I want, I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it forever. Like yeah. that's, the, that's like documentation of yeah. a person's yeah, that's beautiful. awakening. I mean, like I give it to Angelo to, to show him. Mm. He, he'll be like, oh yeah. my God, he- He would be so happy, right? He will shit himself with joy because this is nice. his thing. He loves to see people wake up yeah. and loves to see how they wake up. And the way this happened, mm. I think was pretty unique in this sense, it's not really unique, mm. but yeah. Yeah. And the whole sequence of events that Pretty crazy. drives into it. It's crazy, just nuts. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like there was a center that was like a part of anything, you know? It was kind of just everything. And like, yes, the so-called feelings and subtle thoughts were like experienced here, but still, it wasn't really, yeah. none of it was owned. That's beautiful. It still has a flavor. It ha It's funny here, it has a flavor of what you're pointing at. And then it has a flavor of, of somebody who went through it simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, but even then that flavor of the someone who went through it is so weirdly soft, mm -hmm. soft and kind of, Hard to describe in that way, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's beautiful and it's hard to, it is hard because contraction <clears throat> shows up like the car transmission wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, now there's a whole sequence of things that have to happen that are really painful. Like mm. the thing's got to get towed. We have to coordinate how we're going to go through the day. We have a vacation coming up where we were using that car. We now have mm. to rent a car. We have to, so the whole sequence of the mind, yeah. but then there is the identity underneath that's struggling to feel like it owns the thing. Like, mm. it's like, well, if I had just, mm. if this, and now I've got to deal, and mm. then that's seen. Mm. So you feel the contraction of it. Like, I'm like, man, I'm up in my head. And the minute you know you're up in your head, you're like, ah, mm. oh, mm -hmm. what head? Yeah. What up? Yeah. <laughs> what sequence of events? Like, how could, what? Wait, there's, okay, I gotta say this. Um, the one, the, there was one time in my living room, you remember this where the sun was shining and everything and mm. you were pointing directly and it was so clearly known what you were pointing at which is there's no birth and death. Mm. <laughs> there's no events. There's only and always been this radiance of expression of the whole universe coming into being in this indescribability 
And it's always been this, even what you're calling birth and death. No, Mm. it's just been this. And it always will be this, but there's no always. Mm. It's just so apparent that I I was just, uh, and you know what was crazy? So that day, Margaret's sitting on the couch next to me and you're pointing and we're like locked in this, you know, very weird eye contact and everything is like radiating off you. And, but there's not even a you, it's just all one radiance and and she's there. And then at the end of that, I was like, so do you think we're crazy? (laughs) And, And she gave an answer that was like, well, I kind of can understand a little bit, but then some of it, yeah, just goes right over my head. And so I look at my plant and I look at, you know, I think about this and, I'm like, her you know, answer was beautiful. Her answer was beautiful. It was almost like, yeah, that's actually, it, it's just truth. Yeah. That's just perfect. Yeah. And that was before she had any, you know, shift, but that was a shift. I mean, that mm-hmm. is the shift. It's always been there in a way. She's just so humble and just is what it is kind of sense. I don't even know how to describe it, but. It's funny, some minds can actually perceive it as a kind of, it's so direct that it has a kind of, I don't know, it's very authoritative in that sense. Mm. So like, it's, it's so direct and simple that it comes off as authoritative, which the mind can take as, oh my gosh, that person is a little scary because mm. they can be very direct. And I've never perceived that. But sometimes like her students will be like, oh yeah, she's I can see that. intimidating. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I, I, I can see it in, in, in flashes where it shows up in a certain way and I'm like, oh, I'm a little scared. Like wow. she's so direct mm. and you know, it's true. You know what she's saying is true. And that's what makes it scary because yeah. the truth may be a little scary. Mm-hmm. for the mind. And then it can be a lot scary. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think if I was um, still contracted, I would be a bit intimidated by her. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny. A lot of people tell me that. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we're a little scared of her. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? Like it It doesn't, because our relationship has been so longstanding and that was never, it was weird. You know, I'm starting to think, feel into that a little you know, when she talks about like why she ever kind of got together with me, even mm. though I was like this class clown type, mm. she had seen right through that at what's underneath. Mm. So when she expresses to me, it's kind of like, we do see each other truly. Yeah. Yeah. At that, at that level. And um, so I don't see that. I don't get that impression. Mm, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. When, when you guys were on the I think it was the couch and she expressed to you how she really saw you. Mm. Like she described that. She saw your true nature. Yeah. I thought that was gorgeous. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Was that where I like had trouble uh, holding back emotion? Was that was that on the couch or was that in the in restaurant? Oh. Yeah, it was somewhere there. Was somewhere. Yeah. There. yeah, but I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't, it felt, I felt so seen. Mm. Yeah, it was like, oh, wow. wow. I never, we've been so like conditioned in our pattern of behavior that we don't recognize how clearly actually underneath that we do see each other. That's why we're still together totally. after 20 years, yeah. even with uh, whatever bits of repression and so on. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
That's why you guys, so-called falling apart on the surface level, yeah, will only bring you closer. Oh, it's already there. Yeah, exactly. Like it took it took all of twelve hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was that clear. And it's funny because it, it that the coming together happens, and then there's still a little like, okay, but what? But you know, one thing I've noticed is this, and a little contraction. And then, oh, oh, of course, yeah, mm-hmm. no, nothing to lose there. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're actually right. And it's just, it's almost like it's a virtuous cycle of authenticity and honesty that starts to happen. Mm. You find it impossible to hold back or to Mm. lie. Today, she said something that just blew me away. She said, you know what? From now on, I just feel like if I think something and it seems relevant, I'm just going to say it out loud. And so she was saying all kinds of stuff. And I was like, damn, girl, Mm. that is such honesty. I love it. Yeah, that's how, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Can't really hold back much. No. Obviously, like you say, there is sort of a discernment and some things are just like, it's They're not They're just necessary. not relevant, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes even those will come back and you'll be like, you know, I didn't think this was relevant, but I'm gonna say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then you may even feel into it and go, well, maybe the th- reason I didn't think it was relevant is because there was a bit of fear or there was a bit of resistance there because it's, it's just very fine and subtle, mm-hmm. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then there's no right or wrong way. It's all kind of intuitively just unfolding, I guess. And yeah. It's much less mind-based. Yeah. Much less mind-based. And there's it's ridiculous. There's there's a there's an intuition base and then there's an energetic base. So that's one thing that like I found really surprising that people talk about it, but you don't really know it until it happens. And that's the energetic sense in the body mm. when emptiness is, in, is really, how do you even say? It's not known. It's just, you encounter this. My, my, every cell in my body lights up. Like it's, it feels like just energy. Mm. And I think it's because there's still so much reconfiguring that's happening. Like it just feels like everything's being re- rewritten, Um, like all the pattern conditioning is loosening and the the pattern that's holding it is changing its confirmation. And that feels like energy. Mm. Like, you know, last night we were laying on the couch, we were gonna watch TV, which we normally do to kind of, I think to distract ourselves Mm. from having to just sit there together. And instead we just sat there together. Mm. And I started having these, I was like, wow, I'm really having, because she was talking about something pointing very directly to something that was just honesty. And I was like, wow, it's crazy. I told her, I go, I don't feel any contraction when you say this, like it's just so perfectly right. And then a little bit after that, I started feeling what felt like, you could call it like a panic feeling, but there was no story of panic. Mm. It was just the sensation, the physical sensation that you might associate with anxiety or panic. So the kind of fluttering in the chest, that energetic sensation. And I'm like, hey, can I just feel this for a second? And, and mm-hmm. I go, give me your hand. And I put her hand like right here. Mm-hmm. And she just kept her hand there. And it just, the entire body started to wow. have the kind of these contractions and I could feel it. And I, was, and I was able to like breathe through it and actually talk clearly. Like wow. I just say something like, wow, this is a thing, you know? And it, but if there was any story or any sense of like holding or resistance, that could have been terrifying because of the just intensity of the body situation. It wasn't good or bad. It was just exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these things just come up out of the blue. That's beautiful. 
Yeah. 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 The filters are going, the ways of controlling and mm. the imaginary walls. Mm. So it's just going to feel more raw, more immediate than immediate. Like there's nothing being, nothing relating to it. It's mm. just more purely that. Just that. And luckily, simultaneously, obviously, the mind will lose its power. The story might come up here and there, but it's such a non-prominent thing now. Mm. It's like, you know, at this, from here now, like I can do a, I can scan through the body and then it scans through the desk and it's scanning through you and it's scanning through infinity. There's no boundaries and it's all seamless and it's just a happening. It's just this. And there's no one scanning. It's so remarkable. <laughs> it is, it just absolutely remarkable. Yeah. And that's probably a good way to wind up our talk. What do you think? Yeah. Anything else come? Well, you can see like the noticing is impersonal. No one is doing it. No mm. one owns it. Mm. It's just happening. It's a sort of miraculous phenomena. And you can sense even beyond that, which is that, there's just nothing. So even if that so-called disappears, nothing changes. Seriously? Seriously. Oh, cool. That was an earthquake. I experienced an earthquake. You just experienced- That's why I came here. An earthquake. You pointed directly at the void and I was there and shook then the, the ground shook. <laughs> that is crazy. That's pretty cool. I, I thought it was the upstairs people. I'm like, wow. Do you know how right. you, you can tell because the entire chair, the whole environment yeah. moves. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Oh my God. <laughs> Who are you, Suzanne? I didn't do it. It's not me. Energetic. <laughs> and my MyShake app didn't didn't blow up, which means it wasn't a big one. Yeah. But I will say this. I'm going to say this on the record because we have, it. today is April 4th and it's 3.24 p.m. There have been a series of earthquakes recently in this area. I am concerned that a bigger earthquake is pending. Mm-hmm. I just have had this weird premonition for the last few months, actually. Um, but it could be nothing. Mm. We're due for one anyways. We all know this. So mm. that's not a brilliant prediction. Mm. But it just feels like that. And I'm hoping it's going to be okay for everyone. Yeah. And hey. if it's not, then we'll deal with it. Um, thank you, Suzanne. Yeah, thanks so much, Zubin. This was... <laughs> Everybody just go look at your channel. We'll put all the links. Mm -hmm. You and I should go on the road mm. and we'll do a juggling act. It'll have nothing mm. to do with non-duality. Oh. Suzanne non-duality 
and Zubin non-duality. I should change my name yeah. to try to compete with you. Nice. But I'll be like a self doing it. So I'll be like, <laughs> hey everyone, I'm totally selfless. You don't exist. I'll be like, <gasps> and then the earth will shake again. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Thank Bye. you, Suzanne.